You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you for another episode, episode number 18 today. So I want to talk about entrepreneurship, about business, about creating a side hustle, creating a product. If you have that entrepreneurial spirit, you've got those juices flowing through you and you've got this amazing idea. And before we go any further, there's one question. There's like the single most important thing that we need to figure out before we go any further down that entrepreneurship pathway. And I remember learning this probably about 15 years ago in my traditional business days. And it was a question that was asked at an event by the main speaker. And it was this amazing speaker. He did a two-day event on how to run your business and learned so much. But with all those things, you always remember like one or two things. There'll be one or two main lessons that you take away. And just as a side note, before we go any further, if you go to a two or three-day event, something like that, just look at taking away two to three things max because they're the two to three things that you can actually implement into your life. If you come back with 27 pages of notes, that's amazing, but you can't make 27 changes in your life all in once. Like it's overwhelming and you'll just kind of get caught up in this overwhelm of trying to change your life in all these massive different ways. Look for the two or three things that are going to change your life. So this, this speaker, Brendan was his name and he spoke about all this stuff, but there were two things that I took away. And one of them was He asked this question, this hypothetical question to the audience, and it's what I want to talk about today. So the hypothetical question is, you're starting a restaurant tomorrow. You're like, you know what? I'm going to get into the restaurant game. That's where I'm going to find my freedom. That's where I'm going to find my passion. That's where I'm going to find my fortune. What is the single most important thing about this restaurant? So of course, people are putting up their hands and it's, you know, it's food. Of course, you got to have a great chef with amazing food. And someone else is like, no, no, it's price. Like, you know, you've you got to have reasonable prices. And the next person's, it's service. It's all about the service. It's all about how the wait staff are trained, how they greet you, their knowledge of the wine list. Someone else is saying it's ambience, you know, the setup, the lights, the, the decor, all that kind of stuff. Someone else is saying, no, it's location. You know, if this beautiful beachfront location, that's just going to be a, a license to print money, all that kind of stuff. And the the speaker's like, no, wrong, 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 wrong. He said, the single most important thing is a starving crowd. Because it doesn't matter how good your food is. It doesn't matter how amazing your chef is. It doesn't matter how good the service is. It doesn't matter how good the prices are, the ambience, the service, the location, all that kind of stuff. If no one is hungry, no one walks into the restaurant. No one walks into a restaurant saying, I'm really full. Let's go check out this restaurant. Right? They say, I'm hungry, let's go look at this restaurant. So whenever we have those entrepreneurial ideas and that entrepreneurial spirit, and obviously I'm all for encouraging that, and I love that, but I also want to help you understand that if there's not a starving crowd, then there's a challenge, right? Like, So before we go any further, we have to sit down and say, is there a starving crowd for this idea? Now, hopefully there is. So we'll look at the positive first. There is. There's a starving crowd. Awesome. Okay. So you then go out and feed that crowd. Where does that crowd hang around? What is it about the crowd that you can offer? 
And when we're looking at that, we've got a starving crowd. So if we're in something like, you know, education, there is a starving crowd for education. If you're in health, there is a starving crowd for health. If you have a new workout regime, there is a starving crowd for that. You know, with the COVID challenges that the world faces, ways to work from home, there's a starving crowd for all those things. So they are great things to offer. The challenge, of course, is that when there is a starving crowd, there's also what we call a red ocean. So we have a red ocean where that means there's a lot of sharks feeding in this ocean already. Okay. And and there's not always the easiest thing to break into. So if the question is, yes, there is a starving crowd for what I offer, then you have to have look at three things essentially from here that you can either market a higher quality service or product. You can offer a better, like faster or more efficient or, you know, better customer service or someone else in your industry, or you can be cheaper. So you can offer quality service or price. And the thing is that only look at quality or service. Don't rush out to be the cheapest because you will never win a race to the bottom. You cannot win a race to the bottom and be profitable because there will always be someone with deeper pockets and longer patience who's got backing from someone else that can come in and just outdo you for longer. So I had Woody Woodward on the the podcast a week or so ago, and he was talking about Amazon. You know, it was like 10 to 15 years before Amazon took a profit. They were willing to just race to the bottom for 10 to 15 years And now they are the behemoth that they are, right? But it's because they had people with incredibly deep pockets and incredibly patient investors. Now all those investors look like the smartest people in the world. And everyone's like, oh man, you know, I should have seen that coming. But would you have waited 10 to 15 years? Like, of course, knowing now, of course you would. Of course, knowing now what Amazon is. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, I would have. But I'm sure if you're the person that you're trying to like start up your own side hustle, you're trying to start up your own business and you're the one continually digging into your pocket and you're digging into the family savings and you're digging into the kids college fund to keep funding this thing for 10 to 15 years, it's not going to work, right? So if there's a starving crowd and you need to differentiate yourself from that red ocean, then you come out with a higher quality product or you offer better or faster service. They're the only two ways to get ahead. So we offer a higher quality product and you may even be able to offer better service. The great thing about being small and nimble and efficient as like a solo entrepreneur and that is that you can be incredibly efficient. You can be incredibly nimble. You can be flexible with all your things and you can offer personal service. Big companies are slow. They're like, like, you know, they're like big freight, uh, you know, boats that are stuck in the Panama Canal or something like that. They just take days and days and days to turn around. They take months to make decisions. They have to take everything to the board. You can be nimble. You can be moving in and out within a day. So if there's a starving crowd for what you offer, fantastic. Now, if there's not, we have a challenge. Obviously, if there's no starving crowd for what you offer, then you need to kind of make one or two choices here. So the first option is obviously to create a crowd. Now that seems like a very obvious thing to do. Again, that's hard. Like to change societal norms, to change the mindset of someone, to tell someone who is full that they're actually hungry is incredibly hard. Now there's plenty of stories. Obviously without ingenuity, without innovation, the world would, you know, we'd still be riding horses. And Henry Ford was a classic one. So Henry Ford is famous for for saying, you know, if I'd listened to the crowd, 
I would have just invented a faster horse. And you read stories, and I don't know exactly how true they are, but I've read stories that when Henry Ford was really bringing out, you know, his automobiles and really pushing the car onto mainstream society, people were so scared, people who were so used to riding a horse, they were so scared that the the car would drive itself away that he actually had to put, you know, ropes in the cars because people were so used to tying up their horses that he had to like let them tie their car up when they'd like stop at the general store. Right now, again, I don't know how exactly true that is, but I've read that story a few times, but that was somewhere where Henry Ford was out there to change the crowd and he created the starving crowd. And now we can't think of the world without cars. But again, the thing was that he had like Ford, he had this huge company right behind him. Um, There's a famous story of the guy who invented the shopping trolley. And no one wanted the shopping trolley. And again, we think about that now. It's like, how could the shopping trolley not be a revolutionary invention? But it wasn't. Society didn't want the shopping center. People didn't want these big uh, big box shopping malls and stuff like that. So why would you need a shopping trolley? Because you just went into here and got your one bag of stuff. And you went to there and you got your one bag of stuff. And you went to there and got one bag of stuff. People weren't doing these huge shops all in the one location. So he had to pay out-of-work actors to walk around shops pushing shopping trolleys. So he invented this crowd, literally, of people pushing their trolleys around the shopping center so it looked like it was normal to use a shopping trolley. And eventually people, you know, other people came along. So, you know, there's all these stories and we talk about, again, you know, Apple with the iPhone and the iPad, especially, you know, people were using mobile phones, but the iPhone was still a revolutionary jump. And then when when Steve Jobs was like, we're going to come back to the iPad, people had tried handheld computers there for a while and they didn't work. And now he was going to come back with this tablet. And now we can't think of life without the tablet. Um, As I said on the last surgery, uh, on the last podcast, sorry, I had surgery last week and I was laying there and they're like, you know, the doctor's about to come in and operate on you. Would you like to watch a tablet while you wait? I was was literally like being offered an iPad to watch some Netflix to just kill the 20 minutes while I was waiting for surgery. You know, we just can't think of a world without that now. But again, Apple had huge budgets, huge marketing teams, you know, people who've been in the game and been in the technology game and have millions and millions and millions of dollars to spend. There's so many stories like Elon Musk is changing the world, right? But he had a billion dollars of backing because he created PayPal first. So that's where I want to kind of move into option B. So we have, yes, there's a starving crowd. Okay, if there's a starving crowd, there's probably a red ocean. So how do I differentiate myself and find the the section of blue within the red ocean where there's no sharks? Okay, or no, there's not a starving crowd. So I can go out and create one, but that is incredibly hard. And we hear of stories, but we don't hear of the millions and millions and millions that have failed. We hear of just enough lotto winners to know that it can be done. It can be done, but it's incredibly, incredibly hard. And you you literally become someone who changes society. But they've generally got millions and millions of dollars backing them. So option B is we need to just park that idea to the side just for the moment. Okay, we're not forgetting that idea, but we're just putting it to the side for the moment. And we're going to crawl before we walk, before we run, before we sprint. And we're going to say, okay, I need to be my own angel investor. I need to go out and create my own ability to invest in myself. 
And that's why I love our industry, because our industry allows you to learn marketing skills. It allows you to learn sales skills. It allows you to learn people skills. And again, I mean, I talk about this all the time. People say, oh, no, we're not in sales. We're not in marketing. We're in sharing. No, we're in sales and marketing. It's in the name of our industry. But what we need to do is understand that we can use that as a way to crawl and walk before we try and go out and run and sprint. So that is then the angel investor where we can go out and then put our money and put our time. And we've got marketing experience. We've got sales experience. We've got a network of people who support us. We've got these connections where we can start to learn from people. So that's why I love doing what I'm doing now. I love to, you know, not that podcasting is new, not that writing a book is new, but I'm loving to, you know, brand myself and create this, you know, solution to a crowd and offer this little, you know, sort of niche area of where I want to train and what I want to help and people I want to add value to. I couldn't do that if I didn't have the financial backing of residual and passive income. And I had to go through the process of learning the skills, learning the process, learning the system so that then I could go out and create a coaching program so that I could go out and create a book and a process and all those sorts of things. So never, ever, ever would I ever tell someone to not follow their passion. I want you to understand, but if there's not a demand for your passion right now, then it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a challenge. And we just need to own that and say, you know what? This is my greatest vision. This is where I want to change the world. But I need to be my own angel investor. I need to create myself first. I need to build myself. I need to build my skills. I need to build my networks. I need to build my connections so then I can go out and change the world from there. I really hope that makes sense, guys. And I hope you understand it's always, 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 I never, ever, ever, ever want to be a wet blanket for people. Like I never, ever want to say, you know, don't chase financial freedom. When I'm telling people, you know, invest and, and put your money aside and create budgets, that's not to say don't enjoy life. That's to say dream bigger and just have that stepping stone in the middle because it's when people try and go from A to Z in one step that they fall in this massive cliff. They try and take the leap from beginner to Elon Musk in one step and they get crushed and their dreams get crushed and you know you know financially their families can hurt and all those sorts of things. We need to say you know what my end game is to completely change the world with this idea and I'm just going to build up the connections I'm going to meet the people I'm going to learn the skills as I go and I'm going to create my own residual business I'm going to create my own passive investments and whatever vehicle you choose if it's you know if it's direct sales if it's affiliate marketing or it's trading investing like whatever you choose at the end of the day I just know what works for me and I know what I love to talk about but you go out and you create that reliable income stream that you can then use to either you know put your put your feet up and have freedom or you use that as the investor into the bigger dreams and you say, you know what, I'm going to be my own shark tank. I don't need to go in and cold pitch some random people on a TV show. I'm going to be my own investor in my own idea. And I'm going to create this starving crowd and go out and change the world. However you do it, guys, I will, you know, I will always back you and I'll always cheer you on. And I'd love to know your results. You know, I'd love to know your ideas. I'd love to know the things you're planning. I'd love to know if I can help in any way. But guys, you need to always ask anything I do. Is there a starving crowd? Yes or no? Yes? Okay. Well, I'm going to go out and do a better job or I'm going to offer higher quality service or a higher quality product, but I'm never, ever, ever, ever going to be cheaper. 
Never do that. Never devalue you. Never devalue who you are or what you represent, who you are in any way like that. Never try and race to the bottom. You cannot win that. If there's not a starving crowd, we need to create one. And that's a challenge. So let's build up that base first. Let's build our financial stability and go out and then change the world from there. So guys, I hope that helps. As always, if I can ever be of any help, please reach out to me. Let me know. Take a screenshot on your device. Pop it up on your stories. Tag me at Andrew James Logan. Let me know. You know, what are the great ideas? What are the things you're wanting to do? What are the, you know, maybe maybe you don't want to share your idea to the world just yet. But let me know what you're wanting to do and where you're wanting to be and that ocean you're wanting to be in and how you're wanting to change the world. What is this vision? I'd love to hear. I'd love to know. And I'd love to support you and cheer along the way. Guys, as always, great to be on here with you. If you got value out of this, greatly appreciate if you jump on, you know, leave me a review, leave me some five stars, tag this in your stories, spread it out, let your network know if you got value out of this and share it onto people who would always help. Really greatly appreciate all that. And guys, I will see you on our next episode. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.